start getting ready for game number two between Hanley and Mobile Christian. Round three of the AHSAA Class 4A state playoffs. Hanley lost game one, 13-3, an error-filled, walk-filled game for the Hanley Tigers in which they allowed only five hits but issued 11 walks, committed four errors, and lost, as I said, 13-3. And now, just as they were last week, the Hanley Tigers have their backs against the wall. They need to win today, win tomorrow in game three in order to advance to the state semifinals. Tim Altork, Lon Hurst, Bryant Whaley here with you here on iSchool Sports Network. Appreciate you watching, listening with us, and rooting on the Hanley Tigers. You are part of a very big crowd. There's a big crowd here on hand. There's a big crowd watching and listening, and we appreciate all you do to support the Hanley baseball team. And it's time... To get things started in game number two, Hanley be the visiting team. That's the way it goes in these three-game playoff series. Home, home away home for the host team. So Hanley will be the visitors in game number two. And a fast strike on the inside corner to Evan Cofield. And we're underway. The pitcher, right-hander Cam Diamond for the Leopards. Third baseman getting him some uh, sunglasses. Just the time of day where that sun, still a little bit of a problem out and left on the left side of the field. Swung on by Cofield, fouled straight back to the screen. It's 0-2. Diamond looks like he's going to throw a lot of strikes. And we talked about, oh, I don't know if y'all talked about it, but Kelly, <laughs> I wasn't on the air you, first. You, you right. talked about it to I yourself. talked about it with me. Uh, <laughs> Keller was not a pitcher that had, had gotten a lot of work in the postseason, just one inning through the first two rounds coming into today. And so you wonder if Diamond is maybe one of these guys that's one of the more of their regular pitchers. Cofield has worked a one-two count. Here's the one-two. It's popped up on the infield. The shortstop, Smith, calls for it behind the mound and makes the catch. For out number one. Well, just looking at Diamond, you know, through one batter, he's a good windup, you know, good mechanics. Everything's solid there and and looks like he's coming downhill and, and can throw the ball in the zone and where he wants to pretty pretty easily. Yeah, and it just the, the feel, the vibe that he gives off. He looks like a pitcher that's knows what he's doing, is in control of – his domain out there on the mound. and He has that high leg kick. I know Keller wasn't doing that. So. Bickers in a 1-0 count. Takes a called strike. That'll even it up at 1-1. One one. Bickers back in the number two spot in the order for Hanley after he batted sixth in the first game. The two spot is really where he's been all season. The 1-1 one one is low. It's 2-1. And, and just, just like Keller in game one, Diamond works fast. He's back on the rubber, ready to go. Bickers had not had a hit through the first two series, and he came out to the first at bat in that number six spot and stroked a base hit into right field. He takes a called strike. Everybody in the ballpark thought it was low except for the umpire, and it's two and two. <laughs> the one that mattered. That's right. The two-two just misses outside, and it's full to Bickers. Connor's had a, uh, Connor had a 315 batting average on the 
coming into the day. 3-2, he grounds one out to second. Hinton has it. Throws across the first in time for the second out in the first inning. And that will bring up Garrett Calhoun, the first baseman. It's Cofield, Bickers, Calhoun, Fetner, Richardson, Cottle in the DH spot in the starting lineup in this one. Exum, Whaley, and Hayden Daniel. That's the starting nine for Hanley. And another grounder to second. Hinton plays this one on the backhand, throws quickly across, and three up, three down for Hanley against Cam Diamond. In the top of the first, we go to the bottom half of inning number one. No score. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other no scores. We go to the bottom half of the first inning. Game number two between Hanley and Mobile Christian. Round three of the 4A playoffs. Winner goes to the state semifinals. And this is how the Leopards will line up as the home team here in game number two. It'll be center fielder Hayden Redding, catcher Grant Jay, right fielder Rashad Robinson, DH Charlie Keller, Third baseman, Zane Stokes. Second baseman, Brody Hinton. Shortstop, Seth Smith. First baseman, Ty Mancha. And left fielder, Ben Brewer. And mention, this has been a very productive lineup throughout the playoffs. They've scored a lot of runs and really throughout the season. But Hanley held them to five hits in the first game. Part of that was because the strike zone was not the friend of the Hanley Tiger pitchers. They issued 11 walks. And so the, the silver lining of that, though, guys, is that you give up five hits to a lineup like this, you got to feel pretty good about the way that you're pitching these batters and, and approaching how to get them out. Well, and, and two, you go back. I mean, there was the one home run, but you catch the pop fly foul ball, and that doesn't occur. So even though that doesn't go down as an error, uh a play that should have been made resulted in a new life and a home run. And Redding will lead it off. Takes a fast strike right through there from Brantley Richardson. It's 0-1-1. You talk about the first four hitters in this lineup, three and four, Rashad Robinson, Charlie Keller, a couple of D1 guys. Robinson going to Memphis. Keller committed to Mississippi State. Here's the 0-1 swing and a miss by Redding. It's 0-2. In the first game, the first four hitters in this lineup, including Robinson and Keller, 0 for 14 combined. They did not get a single hit. So Whaley and company did a very good job against the top of this lineup in game number one. Fouled off. Redding stays alive. Redding 0 for 4 in the first game. He did score two runs. He Reached on an error and was hit by a pitch and came around to score both times. The 0-2 is grounded out to Daniel at second. He makes the play on the high hop and throws the first for out number one. Got the friendly hop there. Um, He's getting ready to go down for it, and it popped up, but he stayed up with it and 
Made a good play on it. Hey, Lon, you talked about uh, Wilder Green, the catcher, but it looks like we got Coy White yeah, catching, cool. so we got to change it. Uh, catcher with uh, another freshman, Coy White. One out for Grant Jay here at the bottom of the first. The pitch is low and away. Gets, a, gets by White for ball one. The defense for Hanley. Left to right in the outfield. It's Bickers in left, Cofield in center, Exum in right. On the infield, Whaley at third. Fetner at short, Daniel at second. Calhoun at first, and as we mentioned, Coy White behind the plate. There's a fly ball, shallow right. Excellent. Not too shallow. Not too shallow. <laughs> that one took off. Ooh, the warning track. That went deep. To, man, I, when he hit that in the air, I almost I thought, called it a pop-up. I did, too. I thought it might be one that second base was going to go back on, but it just carried and one step onto the warning track where Exum hauled it in. Yeah, my mistake on that one. Yeah, he almost took out the state farm sign. Good job by Exum going back and making the catch. Well, Exum's first step was in, too. Right, mean, right. Which we know that you're not supposed to do that, but I get why he did. Pitch to Robinson is outside, taking for a ball, 1-0. To the leopard right fielder, Rashad Robinson, as I mentioned, com committed to Memphis. Swing and a miss, big cut. Didn't get the fastball. That'll even it up at 1-1. One of the two starting pitchers for Hanley Richardson, the one with the better velocity. We'll see if that plays to his favor as this game goes on. Another fastball, another swing and a miss, and it's one and two. Yeah, Brantley's been 15 games this season. He's um, what did six and one. Yeah, six and one. Got a got a save on the season. The one two fouled off, and an ERA under two. So, definitely the what you would consider uh, probably the ace of the staff. Another one-two to Robinson. That one's high. Tried to get him to chase another fastball, but too high out of the zone. That'll even count at two and two. Two-two. Swung on, fouled, right side. Nobody's going to get to it. It stays in play. But hey, You want to know one of the differences between the private school sector and the, the public school sector on these bigger private schools like Mobile Christian and UMS Rights? We drive yellow buses. They have their own charter bus with their name on the side of it. The 2-2 fouled off again. <laughs> we, uh, we call that being fancy, Law. They're fancy. Yeah. Money doesn't make you better, though. No. Just makes you have more money. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to put it. There you go. <laughs> That's deep. Money doesn't win baseball games. No. Swing, swing and a fly ball down the right field line, and it's going to get down foul. He is liking that right side. Now, with him doing that, Tim, is he swinging too early, too late? What would you say he's doing? Well, he's behind. He's waiting for the ball to get on him. He, I think I think part of it is he's looking for the breaking ball. He doesn't want to get fooled by the breaking ball. And he had two very aggressive cuts at the fastball, so he's trying to sort of cut down on that swing and just do something productive with this at bat with two strikes. So still two and two as Robinson has fouled off a series of pitches here. 
That one up and in. Adam doing the limbo, and it's three and two. <laughs> the limbo. Now if you throw that breaking ball down in a way, that's a good pitch. Full count, pitch. He did throw it. He hits it a ton. Out to left center. Cofield going back. Bickers back there. They're not going to get it. It bounces up against the fence. Robinson's going to run for a while, and he is going to pull up at third with a sliding triple. And Bickers never saw that off the bat. Um, it, it had traveled halfway before he even started running. Um, but he hit that one a ton. And it was the breaking ball. It just was over the middle part of the plate. It, and, it, and that's what a good hitter's going to do with that. We're fortunate it landed inside the fence. So two outs and a runner at third after the triple by Robinson. And now Charlie Keller, the left-hander at the plate. That one got away from Richardson. It looked like it spun out the side of his hand. Went way high and outside, but fortunately hit the backstop and bounced right back to White. So the runner not able to score from third. That almost looked like he's trying to throw a split finger or something. The, the rotation on the balls. Yeah, it, he lost the grip on that first pitch. That one was much better. Fastball that was fouled back by Keller, and it's one and one. Keller 0 for 4 in the first game with three strikeouts. Big cut and a miss there, and he's behind in the count one and two. Keller, as I said, committed to Mississippi State. He's just a junior, so he's still got another year of high school. Good-looking kid, though, I mean. Big cut coming right back at us. Stopped by the screen, and it's still one and two. And Good size, good stature. From what I've told, a, a prospect to be drafted as well after his senior season. He's on the radar of the professionals as well as the D1 college scouts. Swing and a miss, strike three. Richardson got him with high heat. And that's the third out in the first. We go to the second inning. No score between Hanley and Mobile Christian. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Good sports are winners, no matter what the score. Good sportsmanship is everyone's responsibility. Please keep the standards high and the game enjoyable for all by showing respect for players, coaches, fans, and contest officials. No scores, we go to the second inning. And we had some bad news here for Hanley fans in the first game. The Tigers lost 13-3. More bad news up in Heflin. The Lady Tigers, the softball team, lost 16-8 in an elimination game in the area tournament, and their season is done. A pretty surprising end. I know that was a team that expected to be in the regional, but they're not going to make that after losing two games to Mumford in the area tournament. Mumford's a team we run ruled in the regular season twice. 
Um, so yeah, it certainly wasn't uh, expected to go and finish third in the in that re- in that region or uh, area tournament. So what you're saying is we're bound for something good to finally happen today, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe we've had two bads. Maybe there's a good. Ty Fetner will lead things off. He takes a low fastball that bounces away, and Fetner's ahead in the count, one and zero. Fettner 0 for 3 in the first game. He was hit by a pitch to reach. He hits a grounder to third. That one goes through the wickets. Stokes was eaten up by that one. And Fettner reaches on the air. And the, the first error on the day for Mobile Christian. Yeah, and that's a good point. We talked about the difference, obviously, in the score. 13 to 3 was the score in the first game, but the difference in the hits, Hanley actually out hit. Mobile Christian, 8-5 to five in that game, but they did not commit an error, and that's why they were able to limit the effectiveness of those hits. As Richardson stands in, takes a called strike, and it's 0-1. So the first error of the doubleheader for Mobile Christian, and Fetner's at first to lead things off in the second. Swung on and fouled off by Richardson, and it's 0-2. The 0-2 pitch, swung on and hit in the air to left. Pretty deep, but not any problem out there for Brewer as he puts it away for out number one. Breaking ball that come back over the inside part of the plate and uh, a pitch he really ought to have pulled foul uh, if he'd have been hitting it hard. But nonetheless, fly out to left field. And Jake Cottle will be the hitter with one out and a runner at first. He takes low for ball one. Cottle came on as a pinch hitter in the first game and got an RBI single in his only at-bat. And that good work has got him in the starting lineup as the designated hitter for the Hanley Tigers here in game number two. Throw back down to first behind Fetner, who got a pretty big lead down there, but he slides in safely. And a nice pick by Mancha down there. You like saying that name, don't I you? I do. <laughs> Macho man, Randy Savage. Uh-huh. I, I wonder if he gets called that. Pitch to Cottle is low, and it's two and one. You know, I, I see Mancha, and I think of Don Quixote. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. The, the man from La Mancha. Yes, yeah, thank you. I could not think of that. I was doing my best to think of the name of the book, but could not think of it. Well, I just watched an episode of Young Rock the other day, and Swung on and Cottle stays hot. Base hit up the middle. Fetner had to wait to make sure it got through. As Cottle hit it on a line, right back through the box. One out, runners first and second for the Hanley Tigers here in the second inning. Got a little something going here. Cottle has really turned it on in the playoffs. As Exum hits, takes low for ball one. Yeah, the average on the season, not 
that spectacular, 245, but you're right, in the playoffs, he's really put the ball in play. The 1-0, hit up the middle, that could be two. No, it's booted, out of short. Everybody's gonna be safe, the bases are loaded, there's one out. Seth Smith had a tailor-made double play ball, and he couldn't field it. Is that error number two on them now? Second error of the inning. I think the, the law of averages is catching up to him a little bit here. It's almost like he lost that ball. I, I, I think he knew it was going to be a double play yep. and was trying to start the feed before he had it. So base is loaded, one out. Jordan Whaley at the plate. He takes low for ball one. Diamond so far and falling behind to all these Hanley hitters. Jordan responsible for the two RBIs in game one. Takes outside and it's 2-0. That was yeah. a good eye on Whaley right there. Whaley one for two in the first game as Lon said he had a two-run single that played at the first two runs for Hanley in the fourth inning of that game. He's taking another one and he's ahead in the count 3-0. A walk means a run. Tim, you realize we're severely outnumbered up here. Two Coddles and four Whaley's, actually. <laughs> we better not say anything hey, I like about our those chance. guys. Pitch. He walked him. He yeah. walked him on four there straight. There you go. Whaley was waiting for the strike call, but it did not come. <laughs> Four-pitch walk, an RBI for Whaley, and Hanley leads it one to nothing. But, hey, if, uh, four Whaley's and two Coddles, I like our chances in the fight. I'll say that. <laughs> You don't know about all torts, man. Yeah, you, I'm the wild card. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to do. Aiden Daniel takes straight one on the outside corner. Bases loaded, still one out. A run in for Hanley. They lead it one to nothing. Daniel slaps it foul in the air, and it's going to get down. Nobody's going to get to it. And that's strike two to Hayden Daniel. I talked about how, how Diamond looked like he'd be a – a strike thrower, and then he walks, walks a run in on four pitches. Yeah, Lon's got the good jinx going. Yeah. Hey, we, we talked about the bad stuff, and finally some good stuff, so I guess we should have started that earlier. Yo, two to Daniel, way high. Take it for a ball. It's one and two. And, again, Hayden isn't very tall, so his strike zone is pretty small. The one-two pitch taken. Outside, Diamond wanted the call. He didn't get it. It's two and two. And he, and he showed some emotion right there. And uh, that's, that usually doesn't bode well. The 2-2 two -two pitch. <laughs> hit in the air, shallow right. Robinson coming in. He's going to make the catch. Good heads-up base running on a ball that looked like it might have be, might have been a base hit. But Robinson playing shallow. Makes the catch at right, and that's out number two. Runner's not able to advance. Bringing up Evan Cofield with bases loaded. They put three or four on the board here. Well, it'll take a two-out hit from Cofield if they're going to do it. He swings and chops it foul up third. 0-1 to Cofield, who popped out to shortstop to lead off the game an inning ago. Well, Coach Craven didn't make the play over there. He made some good plays at JSU when he was up there. The 0-1 pitch. Taken high for ball one. That'll even things up. One ball, one strike. 
So the Hanley leadoff man, center fielder. Here's the 1-1. One, one. High again, 2-1. and one. Diamond trying to overthrow a little bit, I do believe. And credit to Hanley, they're being a lot more patient this game than they were the first game. The 2-1. High for ball three. Three and one. This is the count you want to be in right here, ain't it, Tim? Oh, yeah. And I think Bryant's right. They're being more selective. A lot of first pitch swings in that first game. The 3-1 called strike, and it's three and two. So now the wheels will be turning for the Hanley offense. Runners will go on the 3-2 pitch with two outs. There they go. There's the pitch swing and a miss. Strike three. But Hanley does break through. They get a run on two errors, a walk, and a base hit. And they leave three stranded and will go to the bottom half of inning number two, Hanley leading at one to nothing. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rate. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Ken Seifert will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Bottom half of the second inning, Hanley leading it one to nothing. Swung on the first pitch to Zane Stokes has popped up foul territory. It's going to be Exum who drops it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same chapter, different book. Somebody get Lon some blood pressure medicine. You said guy right there, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. That was me. Oh, that was Bryant. Oh, well. well. well that's the third time I just we've assumed done that. that was Lon. Here's the, here's the thing. I thought, did I just say that? <laughs> no, it was me that said it. Nonetheless, 0-1 on Stokes. Just a, a strike. Exum did have a long way to go for that ball. There was three players converging there in the it's area tough, where it came I, down. And it is tough. You're right. It is tough. So, See, if it was softball and I was playing right field, it would have been one I wouldn't even move for. <laughs> I just assumed it would land foul. <laughs> All right, everybody back set, ready to go. The 0-1 pitch bounces up there, blocked up by White, and it's 1-1. One and, one. and there's a quick equipment change out and right. There you go. Blame the glove. <laughs> Exum got, has a new glove out there. Now the 1-1 pitch swung on and hit foul out of play. Sore like a golfer breaking his putter. <laughs> Just throw that thing in the woods and be done with it. All the years I played golf, I never found the right putter for me. 
That was a good putter. I just couldn't find the right putter. Yeah, yeah it's all equipment. There's a ground ball, pass short and in the left. The one-two pitch. Stokes got around on it and has a leadoff single here in the second. Hit that off the end of the bat. One hit very hard, just uh, well placed. We do tend to play up the middle a good bit. And that'll bring up Brody Hinton, the second baseman. With nobody out and runner at first. One to nothing, Hanley leading it, second inning. The pitch, low, bounces away from White. And the runner takes off immediately and will make it to second. Good read by Stokes. As soon as he saw that ball down in the dirt, it didn't get away very far from White. But Stokes took off right away and was able to get to second easily. So he stands down there now with nobody out and a 1-0 count to Hinton. He shows bunt and pops it up. White racing forward. He's not going to get to it. That's such a tough play for a catcher. He's got to throw the mask, find out where the ball is, and then go after it. He, he, there's a, it's like a delay for the catcher because he, he's not watching where that ball goes off the bat. He's not able to see it. Yeah, tough, tough play. So that's strike one to Hinton. It's one and one now. Richardson comes set, looks back at the runner at second. Now he delivers, shows Bunn again. That one is taken wide, and it's two and one. Hinton in the first game, 0 for 4. He drew a walk in the seventh inning. That's going to be a familiar stat line. <laughs> Every one of these guys at least walk once in game number one. The 2 1 pitch shows Bunn again, takes it again, and it's 3 and 1. Mm. I'll say this, that pitch that's borderline outside corner at the knees has not been a strike for either side. Nope. Here's the 3-1. He attempted to bunt that time, came up empty, and it's 3-2. and two. That drive a coach crazy. Three balls, two strikes, not bunting. He hits it right out to short. Fetner has it. He's got the runner hung up. Good now job. they're going to chase him, and Whaley is going to run him down and tag him out. Good, Good defensive play by Ty Fetner to get the lead runner. Good job by Whaley getting him, getting the tag down, showing the umpire a ball and glove. And that takes their runner out of scoring position too. Yes. The ball was hit just in front of the runner, and Fetner was behind him where he was positioned. Fetner set his feet like he was about to throw across to first, but he caught Stokes drifting off the bag and got him in the rundown and got the out. So one out here in the second. A runner at first now is Hinton, and a 1-0 pitch or a 1-0 count now to Seth Smith, the shortstop. One oh, call strike outside corner at the belt. It's one and one. Smith in the first game. 
I bet he walked. I bet he walked, yeah. You got to give me some odds on that, guys. Come on. <laughs> can't just he bet, shows, straight, but. bet straight up. He pulled the bat back. They check on the appeal, and it's two and one. Smith did have two hits in the first game, a couple of singles, an RBI, scored three runs. He did reach on a walk, and he also reached on an air. He had the trifecta for. That's going to go foul. The Leopards, he pops one foul out of play on the left side. I like how you finished your statement. You can't ever end a sentence on a preposition, guys. Uh Says the writer. Says the writer, yep. (laughs) And the – and the stakeholder of the Randolph leader. <laughs> two and two now to Smith. A delivery, swing and a miss. He tied him up on an inside pitch. He swung on that one. And that was good pitch selection on the pitch before that he fouled off. He was falling away. Second strikeout for Richardson, two outs in the inning. Runner still at first, and the number eight hitter, Mancha, at the plate. Don Coyote. (laughs) First pitch, outside, ball one. Pitch, got a call strike, similar location. Lon talked a little bit about this last game is figuring out whether the umpires will, their strike zone, everybody's a little bit different. And the outside corner to the lefties versus the outside corner to righties as there's a ground ball to short. Fetner will scoop it up, step on the bag at second for the force play, and that's out number three in the second inning. So Richardson works around the leadoff single. Good defense behind him in the second, and we'll go to inning number three, Hanley leading at one to nothing. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack. And as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. One to nothing as we go to the third inning. Hanley leading it. They got a run in the second. An RBI walk by Jordan Whaley with the bases loaded after a couple of errors. And that's the only run in the ball game so far. It'll be the two, three, four spots in the order for the Hanley Tigers. Bickers, Calhoun, and Fetner do up against Cam Diamond. Vickers is ready, Diamond delivers. Pitch is low for ball one. 
The 1-0. Checked the swing. Took it low. It's 2-0. The 2-0 pitch. Sails high. It's 3-0. And since Lon jinxed him, Diamond has had trouble with the strike zone. Where were you last game, man? <laughs> yeah, beside me, I know. 3-0, ball four. And he walks him. Another four-pitch walk, and Bickers is on to lead off the third. I'm going to say it again. He's got good mechanics. And <laughs> <laughs> looks like, looks like a guy that's going to just pound the strike zone. I'm going to pour it on. Calhoun at the plate. He grounded out to second his first time up. Bickers a short lead at first. Swung on and fouled straight back. Well, this was the formula for Hanley in the second round. They played their worst game of the series in the first game over at Jackson last week. Let's hope that first game was their worst game in this one as well. So far, the Tigers have looked much better as Calhoun fouls another one off, and it's 0-2. Kind of lunging out on his front foot there. Well, you said it, Lon. You, you said that he was overthrowing. So, like, he's trying to force it. And he shows some emotion last inning, too. So, The 0-2 pitch swung on and just a defensive swing. He got a piece of it to stay alive and see another 0-2 pitch. That was... Just throw the bat at the ball and hope it hits something. Stayed alive, though. Yep. Ruined the pitch for him. Another 0-2. Called strike three outside corner at the knees. Calhoun, no argument. And that's the first out in the third. First strike, second strikeout, excuse me, for Diamond. And Fetner will be the hitter. He reached on an error to lead off the second, and that ended up with him scoring the first run of the ball game. He takes a called strike. And it's 0-1. Handley faithful, letting the umpire know how they feel. That one well high and outside. Bickers wandered off the base, drew a throw, and got back safely. Jay, not afraid to throw it back down there behind the runner. He's got a quick pop time, that's for sure. And one thing, we haven't seen Hanley attempt a stolen base yet. That's sort of against the grain for them as they typically are very aggressive on the base paths. That may be a sign of respect for Jay. Yeah, I talked to Coach Hall before the game, and I asked him about the aggressiveness on the base paths that he had down in Jackson. It was such a good formula for them. And he said, I don't imagine we'll be that aggressive today. Bickers does run here as the Lonhurst jinx works once again. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to go back as Fetner fouled it off. Jay is, he didn't is, say he wouldn't run at all. <laughs> he just wouldn't be stealing everybody. As aggressive. There you go. Not going this time. Swing and a miss. Fetner was fooled on the breaking ball. And back-to-back strikeouts. Has two outs here in the third. And Brantley Richardson at the plate. 
That ball fooled Fettner pretty bad. Richardson, flight out to left his first time. Pitch taken low for ball one. Richardson came into the day hitting 409 to lead Hanley in the batting average category. Takes low, another throw behind Bickers. Swiped the tag, but he's back safely. Keep doing that. If Eventually, he's going to throw one in the right field. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Robertson trying to get a chant going. Nobody followed up on him. 2-0 count to Richardson. Pitch. He has popped it up foul and out of play. He's definitely got our hitters off balance. Um. Yeah, you haven't seen him really sort of time anything up and hit anything hard yet. Just two hits so far in the game for Hanley. Check that one hit for the Tigers. I'd be trying to hit it between first and second. That's where the, the open area is. Bickers runs. Pitch is low. The throw down is going to pop away from the shortstop. Bickers slides in safely with the stolen base. So aggressive selectively with two outs. Now they've got a runner in scoring position. Richardson in a favorable count, three and one. He can pick one out and try to drive Bickers home from second. The 3-1, he did pick one out, and he hit it hard to center. Redding going back. He's Over not going to get it. A run's going to come home. Richardson fell around first, but he's still going to make it to second with an RBI double. Brantley Richardson gave it a ride. Picked out a fat 3-1 pitch and hit it to the fence in center. And I didn't jinx us there. I almost said if he can get a hold of one, he can run for days because the outfield's just behind the grass, behind the dirt. But, uh... I didn't say it. I didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> Wise choice. And Gaul, uh, EJ Goss going to come in and speed up run for the pitcher, Brantley Richardson. So Goss down at second as a base runner. And a hot hitter at the plate. Cottle swinging at the first pitch. Had a big cut. Yeah, he swung for Mohawk on that one. <laughs> Came up empty. I like, I like that swing, though. I like it. Sure, why not? Let it rip. Now settle down and. Cottle calls time. Good job of, of Jake uh, controlling the tempo there. 0 oh, and 1 to Cottle. Goss gets his lead down a second. The pitch to Cottle. He chased another high fastball. Didn't get it, and it's 0 and 2. All right, now you got to shorten up. Try to drive that ball to right center. Stay on it. Trying to coach him up. Don't go chasing here, 0-2. Swung on and fouled out of play. That 0-2 pitch had a lot of the plate. And Cottle able to foul it off and stay alive. Tried to pitch him a little bit backwards there. Fastball. <laughs> Tim's got the giggles. Your wife is texting me. Uh, 
And the pitch is taken for a ball. They thought they had strike three. I think Jake did too. He started walking too. Catherine says, let it rip, tater chip. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> uh, one and two to Jake Cottle. The pitch. There's a call, strike three. The breaking ball frozen. And they leave the runner stranded at second. But the big two out double by Brantley Richardson. And Hanley now leads it two to nothing as we go to the bottom half of inning number three. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Two to nothing, Hanley, as we go to the bottom half of the third inning. It'll be the 9-1-2 spots in the order for the Leopards against Brantley Richardson. And we talk about what happened last week. Hanley did not play well in game one against Jackson, came back and won the next two games to win that series. And a big part of that was Brantley Richardson pitching in game two. And so far, through two innings, he's done very well. Richardson last week, a seven-inning, one-hit shutout. And he gets a swing and a miss on the first pitch to Brewer, and it's 0-1. Brewer well behind on that one. That one goes over the head of Brewer. He ducks out of the way, and it's 1-1. I think you call that the limbo. He limboed down. Well, he didn't. (laughs) <laughs> it ain't, you know, you got limbo, you got to lean back. Lean back. He ducked under that one. Swing and a miss, strike two. Ah, boy, that's the pitch he wanted to throw last pitch. Richardson, the one-two is outside, so it's two and two now to Brewer. He tried to go out with a fastball and get the corner, but sent it too far out. Now the 2-2. That one is low and away. 3-2. and two. Talk about working fast. Richardson, catch and release. 3-2. <laughs> <laughs> on a grounded foul over towards the third base dugout. Sent the on-deck batter doing a dance to get out of the way. So another 3-2 pitch. Will be made to Ben Brewer. Here it is. Call strike three. Outside corner. Richardson gets him looking for out number one in the third. Third strikeout for Brantley Richardson. And back to the top of the order with Hayden Redding. 0 for 1. He grounded out to second. Brantley on the rubber, ready to go. 
Pitch. He shows bunt. Pulls it back. Takes high. It's 1-0. and The 1-0. Swing. Foul tipped into the mitt. That'll even at 1-1. You know, that, that shows a little bit of something there where the team as much pop as Mobile Christian and he's showing bunt. Swing and a miss, strike two. Thinking I got to get something going, you know. Um, that tells you that they're worried about the fact that they're not hitting the ball. Well, it's just a little bit of a show of respect for the stuff that Richardson has and the way he's throwing right now. One and two. Swing and a miss, strike three. Brantley just bulldogging it now. He just blew it by him on that third strike. Fastball had a lot of the plate. Belt high, and Redding couldn't catch up to it. Back-to-back strikeouts, two outs in the third. And the catcher, Grant Jay, at the plate. He flied out to right his first time. Pitch, sharp slider, called strike 0-1. Richardson feeling it with yes. all of his pitches right now. Yes, and a good 0-0 pitch right there. Scoreboard. Pitch okay. is high. Why well, know. It's one and one. Tell Coach Cole you'll need. <laughs> the one-one pitch, up and in, two and one. Not a bad pitch. As long as he puts this one where he wants to. Here's the 2-1. Taken uh, just low, 3-1 and one now. Huh. To Jay. Richardson has not issued a walk thus far. The 3-1 pitch, hit in the air to left center and deep. Vickers is on the run, he stops at the track and makes the catch right in front of the fence. Jay gives it a ride on the 3-1, but not far enough as Bickers makes the catch for out number three, and we will go to the fourth. Hanley still leading it two to nothing. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village with Dowie, Alabama. Hey, Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time. Guaranteed with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Two to nothing our score as we go to the fourth inning. Hanley leading Mobile Christian here in game number two of this third round playoff series. The Tigers will bat here in the fourth of six, excuse me, the seven, eight, nine spots in the order due up. Exum, Whaley, and Daniel. 
against pitcher Cam Diamond. Hanley got one in the second on a couple of errors and a bases loaded walk. Another walk led to the second run back in the third as Exum swings at the first pitch and fouls it off. A big two out RBI double by Brantley Richardson. And those are the only two runs of the ball game so far. Exum takes a called strike on the corner, breaking ball. And it's 0-2. He leaves the 0-2 high. One ball, two strikes now. Exum had a good game in game number one, had two hits. Takes another one, that'll even the count at two and two. Exum was two for three with a couple of singles in the first game. He reached on an error his last time up and he's got a base hit this time. And it gets past Robinson and it's gonna roll. Exum's gonna run for a while. Robinson now, just now, picks it up at the fence. Exum will stop at third and Hanley has a runner at third to lead things off in the fourth. Yeah, that actually goes down as a triple. I call that a base hit and an error. Mm -hmm. Ain't lay glove on it. So well, he should have had that. There's, he just overran it. That's a misplay all the way in my book. So is that their third error, Tim? That's their third error of the game, a base hit for Exum. I'm that. trying to give the man a triple. Come on, Tim. <laughs> How many triples he got on the season? None. Exactly. <laughs> he's still got it. He's got to earn it. You can't just give it to him. Bailey swings Ooh. and misses after taking a ball, and it's one and one. With Exum at third, nobody out. Well, I know what I know what Rashad Robinson was thinking there. Called strike on the outside corner. It's one and two. What was Robinson thinking? He was thinking, I'm finna throw it to first. He was thinking about getting out at first, and that's why he overran it. Taken high by Whaley. That'll even the count at two and two. Diamond out there shaking his arm a little bit. Here is the 2-2 to Whaley. That one skips up there. Good job by Jay to keep yeah. it from getting by. Great play. Full count now. And a full count to Whaley. The 3-2, called strike three, Ooh. outside corner. Whaley wanted it to be ball four, but it was not. You got to swing at that pitch. I agree, too close on the two strike pitch to leave alone. So Whaley can't get the runner home from third. Let's see if Hayden Daniel can get the job done. One out now. He swings and grounds one out to short. That'll do the job to second, excuse me. They make the play to retire Daniel, but he grounds out and gets an RBI out of it, and Hanley leads it three to nothing. Good piece of hitting there. Didn't try to do too much. Just hit it to the right side and get that runner in. Two outs, but a run in. And now back to the top of the order. The base is empty, and Cofield Ooh. hits a bomb to left field, and it is going to be out of here. A solo home run for Evan Cofield, and Hanley leads it four to nothing. He got all of that one. Yes, he did, baby. Every drop of it. 
And he jumps on the plate with his teammates as they celebrate a four-run lead here in the fourth inning. But it's the fourth inning, so go sit down and get back to work. <laughs> Evan Cofield. I love, I love it, but as a coach, you're like, okay, when the game's over, we can jump like that. Just keep it going. Hanley's had magic with the two outs. I don't know what it is, but the two outs hits, and they come alive. Coach from Mobile Christian come out to talk to his pitcher. Going to leave him in the ball game. Probably can win out to tell him that's just one run. We'll score. We can score 20. Don't worry about it. Try to calm him down. Hanley leads it four to nothing. At the end of the day, though, that you can't tell me that uh, Mobile Christian hadn't been in this position very often this season. No, it's a team that's only lost three games all season. And, but I don't imagine they've been playing from behind at, at, in much of those. You see a lot of lopsided wins in their favor. As you look up and down their schedule, as Bickers takes a called strike, it's 0-1. He swings and hits one in the air to right. Robinson drifts back, and now he's got it. Puts it away for out number three, but a productive big inning for Hanley. An RBI ground out by Daniel, a solo home run by Evan Cofield and the Tigers lead it four to nothing as we go to the bottom of the fourth. The AHSAA reminds fans that we all play a role in protecting ourselves and others from COVID-19. While enjoying high school sports, please remember to follow state and local guidelines. Stay six feet apart from others when you can. Wear face coverings when you can't and wash hands frequently. These small actions will make a big difference. Do your part. Stay apart. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Four to nothing, our score. Hanley leading it as we go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. And we'll see. My curiosity in this inning is how does Richardson handle the success so far of the Hanley offense? He has pitched extremely well through the first three innings. One hit allowed. He's struck out four hitters. But he's got the heart of this Mobile Christian lineup coming up. Robinson, Keller, and Stokes, the three, four, five spots. Big swing and a miss by Robinson. He didn't get the fastball from Richardson. Who's, I think, pumped up a little bit after that big emotional top half of the fourth. Richardson. Misses low and away, it's one and one. Swung on and fouled out of play. To put the count at one and two to Robinson. 
who tripled his first time up but was left stranded at third back in the first. The one-two pitch swung on and hit in the air. Very high but shallow right. Exum comes in and makes the catch for out number one. That, glo that glove worked. Yeah. <laughs> the, the new glove did the job for Exum out and right. Hey, it's only weird if it don't work. That's all I'm saying. That's right. And a big out here in the bottom of the uh, fourth inning. Keller at the plate, a strikeout victim his first time. Richardson fires high for ball one. Chet, Chet Valley's leading Southern Union eight to eight to three in the top of the fourth right now. Swing and a miss by Keller. It's one and one. Pitch is low. Kicked up some dirt at the catcher's feet there. It's two and one now. To Charlie Keller, the cleanup man, designated hitter. Takes high and away. It's three and one. Well, you don't want to put anything too fat right here. And a 3-1 count to Keller. He's been quiet today, but we certainly know what he's capable of. The 3-1 misses outside and high, and it's ball four. That's a good 3-1 pitch. Not the worst thing you can do right there. No. You got a four-run lead. Certainly you don't want to be walking people, but. Yeah, but you make a good pitch, and, and it's just it misses just by a little. That's, that's a whole lot different than. I throw a four-pitch walk to a guy that probably ain't going to do nothing with it. So Stokes will be the hitter. He had a base hit his last time up. He swings at the first pitch and fouls it out of play. And it's 0-1. Keller at first with the one-out walk. Surprised that building over there that, that doesn't have le uh, leaks in the roof. <laughs> that thing gets hammered. the indoor batting facility. The throw over to first gets away from Calhoun, but Keller diving he, back to the bag, not able to get up and go. He's going to get second because it went into the into the, the whale over there. Let's see. The, in, that's an error on Calhoun all the way. That yes. pitch, that throw was right at him. Letter high right at him. He just missed it. You got to fix that over there to where a ball can't just roll into it like that. I need to get Calhoun a new glove, too. <laughs> <laughs> Time called at the plate. Owen won the count to Stokes. And Keller down at second now with one out. Yo, one. Took something off, left it high. It's one and one. One ball, one strike. The pitch is swung on and fouled off. He got a piece of it. White unable to hold on. It's strike two. One ball, two strikes. 
Here's the pitch, fouled back to the screen. It'll stay one and two. Good job by Stokes there. I thought he was late on that fastball, but just got a piece of it. Yep. Time called, Stokes. Stokes has done that all day. One thing that the umpire has to realize, he does not have to grant that time. Not required to grant it. Now everybody's ready. The one-two swing and a miss. He got him on the breaking ball. He chased one out of the zone. And that's out number two in the fourth. Excellent pitch. Good job of Coy making sure that uh, he secured it. And, Lon, like you said, Mobile Christian's not used to losing right now and being behind her. Do you think they're trying to overreach oh, right yeah. now? Absolutely. Hey, every one of them's trying to hit it to Mohawk, as we've said. Brody hitting the batter. He hits with two outs and a runner at second. The grounder to third. Whaley has it on a hop, throws across the Got diamond him. in time for out number three. Good bottom of the fourth right there. So they work around the walk in the air. And we'll go to the fifth. Hanley still leading it four to nothing. Ray Bugs Farm Supply now open and serving all of Randolph County and surrounding areas. New inventory arriving daily. And with Mother's Day just around the corner, be sure to check us out for gift ideas for mom. A full service farm supply store open Monday through Friday 7 until 5 and 7 until 3 on Saturdays. Ray Bugs Farm Supply. Our phone number is 256-449-2255. Our address 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Raybuck's Farm Supply, now open in Woodland. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Four to nothing as we go to the fifth. Hanley leading Mobile Christian here in game number two of this third round playoff series. Hanley in the third round for the first time in program history and trying to continue to make history as they look to win a game and prolong this series and push it to a game three tomorrow. Still a long way to go. They lead it four to nothing. They bat in the fifth. Garrett Calhoun, the batter, he swings at the first pitch and fouls it out of play for strike one. Tim, while we got to take it real quick, you said put in the leader. How's it feel to be the owner of the leader now? <laughs> well, I, like I told you when we were talking between games, it's I'm spending my money and not somebody else's now. <laughs> You're responsible. That's right. Pitch is low to Calhoun. That'll even the count at one and one. But I know you'll do a good job. Proud to have um, – I know proud of you and look forward to what you have for the paper. Up and in to Calhoun. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's in joking aside, it's I you know, I've been at the leader for so long, spent most of my professional career there, and it's just it it feels good to be have that role as part of this community. You know, I see the newspaper, a local newspaper is something that's plays a, a big role in a community it's like still, this. And it's still very valuable. It matters, yes. In, in yep. a community like Roanoke, Randolph yeah. County. And I plan to treat it that way as Calhoun is 
Worked it full now, three and two. Yeah, I learned the hard way. People do read the paper. They will quote <laughs> you about a time if it is wrong. That's right. Pitch yeah, just they... misses outside. Calhoun works the walk to lead things off here in the fifth. Good leadoff with Hanley, but yeah, people will quote you the leader. I promise you. Fourth time in this game that Hanley has gotten the leadoff runner on base. The leadoff hitter on base, I should say. <laughs> as Fetner takes low for ball one. And that's different. They did that just one time in the first game. And that was in the seventh inning. All of their base runners in the first game came after at least one route. Fetner lays down the bunt. He's trucking it, trying to beat it out for a hit. He's not going to be able to do it. Nobody's there to cover third. They throw over and drop it. Calhoun's going to keep on running. He's going to try to score. The throw home is not in time. An aggressive base running by Garrett Calhoun. He comes all the way around from first on a bunt and scores the fifth run. Hanley leads it five to nothing. On a bunt. A bunt, an E3 <laughs> throwing error. Wouldn't you say? I would say that's an E5. That ball hit. No, E6. It'd be the shortstop. That fielded the throw? Yes, because the third baseman was here. Okay. His shortstop trailing. That was a catchable throw. Swing and a miss by Richardson. So, Fetner out on the 5-3 put out. Well, I say it's an ill-advised throw because you're trying to throw to a man running. Calhoun <laughs> comes all the way around. One out in the inning now, base is empty, and Richardson in an 0-2 count. But what made that play happen as much as anything was Calhoun noticed that there was nobody at third after the third baseman charged to cover the bunt. Yes. And so he kept running around second and put the pressure on. The throw came in away from the bag as the uh, – you're right, it had to be the shortstop. Swing and a miss by Richardson. It hits the dirt. They're going to have to throw him out, and they do. And that's the second out in the inning. I say three because it should have never been thrown. That's the in, in my in my humble opinion. And the runner and the ball sort of arrived at the same time, and that yeah. that sort of shielded the the shortstop Smith from catching that ball. At any rate, Woo. swung on a miss by Jake Cott, or fouled off, excuse me, by Cottle. A weird swing there on a pitch that was up and in on him. And he's behind in the count 0-1. Me and you haven't agreed on our book today. No, we haven't. <laughs> we need an official score. <laughs> Pitch is high for ball one. That'll even things up. One one and one now to Cottle. For those who can't see, it looks like Egyptian hieroglyphics in my opinion. But, hey, as long as y'all can understand it. Takes a call strike on the outside corner. It's one and two. Cottle one for two. He singled in the second. Struck out in the third. Different people keep it different ways. The one-two pitch. Hit into right center, but it is going to be caught by the second baseman, Hinton, going back. And that's out number three, but a heads-up base running play by Garrett Calhoun. He scores from first on a bunt, and the Tigers lead it five to nothing as we go to the bottom half of inning number five. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your business's or favorite team's logo, and so much more. 
If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station for affordable customizing with a quick turnaround. That's the Old Station etching and engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Our town. <laughs> Bottom half of the fifth inning, Hanley leads it five to nothing. The difference between game one and game two, just night and day right now. Absolutely. The seven, eight, nine spots in the order due up for the Leopards. Seth Seth Smith, (laughs) he lays down a bunt, but it's going to be foul up the third baseline. And, again, the Leopards show respect to Richardson by just laying down a bunt. Just trying to get something started. And – I bet nobody that's watched them play this year would t- would say they going at some point in the game they're gonna have to start trying to lay down bunts and get a, get a, get something going. Oh, and one to count to Smith who struck out his first time up. He calls time, steps out. Well, Lon, in the words of Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan to get hit in the mouth. Yeah, that's the truth. The O one calls strike. Outside corner, it's 0-2. You kind of saw that throughout the football season for Hand. I wasn't going there. I wasn't going to mention that. I was trying to make a baseball reference. With a boxing quote. With a boxing (laughs) quote. Hey, it wasn't a football quote. (laughs) But when you said it, it made me think about the the football team a couple of times this year where Mm -hmm. they, you know, ACA being uh, maybe the biggest one where – The 0-2 swung and fouled off by Smith, so it's still 0-2. Tim, what would you throw him right here? Well, that was something up. Maybe you try to get him to chase something. I try that that slider down and in. Right across the shoe tops. That's what he tried to do, but it was too low. And it's 1-2 and now. Want to see if you're on the same page with me. We do think alike there, even if we can't score a book together. (laughs) (laughs) Now the one-two, fouled off again. Umpire's out of balls. And that was a fastball that was low in the zone. Maybe he could set up that breaking ball if he can do the same thing, put it in the same location and have it break. Out of the zone, he tried it, but left it high, and it's two and two. I don't know that I wouldn't climb the ladder on him there. Maybe you do right here, up and in. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch, he did just that, Lon, but he fouled it off. He, he hit the, he hit the uh, ticket booth on that one. He better not. It was close to your truck, Philip. <laughs> Lon's parked over there too. Uh, yeah. I don't care. Me and him, I had to have a conversation after this game. <laughs> it was busting out my window. 
Smith putting up a fight. It's two and two. I'm kidding. Takes. Pitch that bounced into the chest protector of the catcher, and it's three balls, two strikes now. Good at bat by Seth Smith. He fell behind, and he's worked it full. I don't know what you're throwing there. Something. Something in the zone. Swung on, fouled off again. He came in on him that time. Good pitch. Good pitch. Good good at bat. Yeah, he spoiled a good one there, as he's done a couple of times here. Richardson can't put him away. Three and two, still the count. Here's the delivery. Swung on and fouled off again. Break that breaking ball back over the outside corner. Or buried inside one and two, and if you walk him, you walk him. <laughs> That's where I'd go with it. We'll see what happens. A three-two, swung on and hit on the ground up the middle. Daniel over to it by the bag, throws over to first. In time for out number one. Richardson wins the battle with Smith. He fouls off a handful of pitches, but he gets the ground ball for the first out in the fifth. And that's deflating for the hitter right there. Great pitching. Way to keep pounding the zone. Good play by Hayden Daniel out there at second base. And Mancha will be the hitter with one out, nobody on in the fifth. Swung on and fouled out of play. Left side, 0-1. And good to see Daniel sort of back to him himself defensively. He had some struggles in the first game, had an error very uncharacteristic of him, and he has been rock solid in this one defensively. Check swing. They check him. They yes. say he went around. It's 0-2. Actually got an umpire down the third base line to make a call on that, on the left-handed batter in these playoff games. 0-2 to Mancha, swung on a foul off. We're going to have to uh, take out a loan for more baseballs. <laughs> Somebody run the Hibbets real quick. <laughs> Can't get them at Hibbets. The 0-2, hit in the air to left. It's slicing, and it's a fair ball. It's into the corner. Mancha on, those, on his way to second. He'll stop there with a double with one out here in the fifth. Hey, no big deal. That's just one man on second base. So Mancho, a one out double. Brewer, the hitter, with number nine man in the order. Now in game one, they, they kept wanting to bunt Brewer, so. Was trailing it by five, you wonder if They'll play it conservative here or let him swing away. He did have a base hit last at bat, right? No, he struck or, out looking his last time up. Swings and misses. Well, then. At the first one, it's 0-1. Thinking of somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Look back to second. Now the delivery, the 0-1, swing and a miss, 0-2. Brewer hasn't caught up to the fastball from Richardson yet. The 0-2, 
He went around. He got home plate umpire called it strike three, and that's out number two in the fifth. I say, why that bunny? <laughs> Take it easy, bro. <laughs> 20, 22 Redding leading off, leading off for him. Hey, Redding will be the hitter now with two outs. Runner still at second. If you jinx us, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you, Lon. I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Just, <laughs> it, was, it was teed up for me. I had to I take know. it. I'm sorry, bro. Six strikeout for Richardson, and he starts Redding off with a strike. It's 0-1. The 0-1 pitch. Misses outside. It's 1-1 one one now to Redding, who's 0-2. for two. He grounded the second struck out. Mr. and Miss Brewer or Grandma Brewer or anybody listening or watching, uh, I'm just playing the he got a good ball player in that young man. Sort of out of play. Lon wears his heart on his sleeve sometimes. <laughs> One and two. The count to Redding. Got Swung on. Foul oh. ball. He got a piece of it. Yeah. Sorry. And I think it hit the dirt before it got to the mitt, so nothing White could do no. to try to squeeze it there. So another one-two pitch will be made to Redding. Here it is. Swung on and hit it hard, but well fouled down the right field line. He hit it so hard it didn't hit the building. And cleared the indoor batting facility that Hanley has over there. That's been taking a beating all night. And another one-two pitch will be made. Here it is. Hit sharply, but on a hop to short. Fetner hops and throws and gets him by a half a step for out number three. Close play at first, but they got him. And the runner is stranded at second. We go to the sixth. Hanley leading at five to nothing. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Alabama. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The Hanley Tigers bat in the sixth inning, leading at five to nothing. Tim, I'd love to see him stick another five on the, on the board this inning. Yeah, just to give you some peace of mind, five to nothing, certainly a, a good position to be in, but... This Mobile Christian offense has put up big numbers all season long. 
We saw him have an eight-run inning in the first game. So this game's certainly not over, but Hanley has shown it belongs on the field and also has an opportunity to win this series. Pitch is high to Exum to lead off the sixth. Well, kind of like I said in my opening, I mean, we get hot with the bats. We play good defense. We we can play with them. It's just, we can play with whoever. And I think the challenge now is not we can play with them, but changing to the mentality of we can beat them. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, that's really – you're seeing it here that Hanley is up to the task. Confidence, yes. Of playing – at an elite level, as Exum has worked the count three and one. Ken Seifert said it best, don't believe the hype, believe in yourself. Don't believe that, hey, we're going to play this, don't believe the number one team, that, and just go out and play. Yep. Three one, Exum swings and misses. He had one he liked, but didn't get it, and it's three and two. Three, two, called strike three. Exum didn't like it. Had a word for the umpire. But he is out number one in the sixth. I must say that between game one and game two, we've had very unenthusiastic home plate umpires when they ring somebody up. You know, you'll get some that are lively. Yeah, not very animated on the strike three call. Pitch is low and away to Whaley. And nothing wrong with that, but yeah, just to comment on the the style. Taken low again by Whaley, two and zero. Who walked home a run back in the second, struck out in the fourth. Two zero takes high. It's three and zero. Let him swing away here. I wouldn't. And he takes, and it's ball four. I know I've said it, Tim, but it seems like this game, Hanley is more relaxed, being more patient. They're not trying to overextend themselves. They're being more characteristic to what we're used to. Fourth walk for Cam Diamond. Daniel at the plate. He shows bunt and pops it straight up. The catcher finds it and catches it. And that's the second out in the sixth. And Hayden knows this. If you're going to square around the sacrifice, then get squared around. Don't wait. And now Evan Cofield will be the batter. He put a charge in one his last time up, hit a solo home run. He's one for three in this game. That one bounces away, and Whaley's going to go down to second. So no harm, no foul on the pop-up bunt now. Got your runner in scoring position. Runner in scoring position with two outs, which is what the purpose of the bunt would have been. So, Juan, you're exactly right. 1-0 to Cofield. That one bounces up there as well, but blocked this time by Jay, and it's 2-0. You can tell Jay's an excellent catcher. Good form back there, good blocking up balls. And I wonder if that home run by Cofield got in the head of Diamond. He seems to be overthrowing a little bit to Cofield in this at-bat. That one's inside for ball three. 
I'm sure he didn't, he hasn't forgot it. That's for sure. <laughs> Speaking as a pitcher who has given up plenty of home runs, <laughs> I could tell you that you don't. And there's ball four. It gets away. The runner's going to go to third. boy, Jordan. So two pitches past the catcher. And that, uh, that's going to be a trip to the mound for the Mobile Christian coach. That might be all the rope for, for Diamond. Runners on the corners with two outs. And we reach the end of the line. It looks like Diamond. a conversation, not a. Okay. Mm. Yep, quick conversation. And maybe the message there, Lon, you, you, they haven't really done anything offensively to Diamond in this inning except just take pitches. Right. Yeah. You know, so he's he's been his own worst enemy, and maybe that's what you tell him. Hey, listen, they're not getting to you right now. You're just not throwing the ball in the zone. Put it in there and get another out and get out of this inning. That's, that's probably the gist of it there. And Hanley trying to I throw a monkey wrench in that with Bickers at the plate. And I got to assume Cofield's going to be running here at some point. You would think. Bickers, big cut, came up empty. It's 0-1. Bickers 0 for 2. He's walked. Came around to score a run in the third. The 0-1, the runner does go. The ball is grounded foul over towards the Hanley dugout. And Cofield will have to go back to first. It'll be an 0-2 count for Bickers. Cofield, you got to go again. Here's the 0-2, not running. Pitches off the plate, just missed outside. It's one and two to Bickers. And Bryant said it after the Cofield home run, but two outs has been a good situation for Hanley in this game. Let's see if Bickers can continue that. Now the runner goes. Bickers does, hits a line drive, but right at the shortstop. And that'll be the third out of the inning. So Hanley leaves a couple stranded. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth. Hanley still leading at five to nothing. A story of tradition eclipsing a hundred years, a foundation of success. At Southern Union State Community College, we help students create their own future. Whether you plan to enter the workforce, transfer to a four-year university, or take on specialized medical training, Southern Union provides the binding of the book. You just have to fill in the pages. Register for summer term now. Visit suscc.edu for more information. Let Southern Union help you write your story of success. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Five to nothing, Hanley leads it. As we go to the bottom of the six, the Tigers six outs away from forcing a game three in this series against Mobile Christian. That game would be at noon tomorrow. And we would have it right here on iSchool Sports Network. Got to get there first. Richardson 
Misses outside, ball one to Grant Jay, the catcher leading things off here in the sixth. Jay 0 for two, he's flied out twice. Yeah, but one of those fly outs was at the, at the fence. <laughs> Takes low for ball two. Yeah, he gave one a ride out to left center. And uh, like we pointed out too, maybe that um, our field's a little bigger than what they're used to playing on and that would've been a home run down in Mobile. Bickers caught it and leaned up against the fence right after he did. That's how close it was to getting out of here. As he swings and fouls it straight back, that'll run the count to two and one. I wonder if that ball's got a good cut in it. After hitting off that wall. The two one, swing and a miss, strike two. Two balls, two strikes, the delivery, swung on and fouled off, straight back. It's gonna get out of play. And the count will stay two and two. Hanley's got a good student section over there and the bleachers. It's good been, crowd, been good a everywhere. great crowd. Yep. They're stacked five and six deep in their lawn chairs. Swing and a miss. Strike three, it hits the dirt. No, they're gonna say they're gonna say foul tip. Foul ball at the plate. I'd have to ask somebody about that. Brantley's wondering what's going on, too. Well, what makes you wonder is the reaction by Jay. If he tipped it, why would he take off running? Right. Yes. As it is, he gets a 2-2. That one bounces up there. Well in front of the plate. That looked like a frustration throw on that one. Yeah. yeah. It, the result was different from what mine would have been, but I would have had one, too. Three balls, two strikes, and he lost him. So from striking him out to a leadoff walk. And, 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 uh, uh, Tim, do you have a good day? Do you enjoy the um, graduation today? Y'all did a great job on that. Thank you, thank you. That's called Lonhurst biting his tongue. Congratulations to all the graduates. Yes. yes. Pitches on the way to Rashad Robinson. One for two with a triple. He bats with a runner at first and nobody out. And we're going to get what I assume is a courtesy runner. Yes. For the catcher. What does that say, number 14? 14. Should had to, be right under there. I haven't had to look at my roster in a while. Jay McCants, number 14, is the courtesy runner. He's at first now. After the leadoff walk, swing and a miss. Big cut by Robinson. That'll even the count at one and one. Jerry coming here making fun of me for rocking back here. Like Leo Mazzoni, man. <laughs> nervous. Not really. The 1-1 pitch, called strike on the outside corner. It's one and two. If you're thinking of coming to the game for the last few innings and you're hungry, don't come. 
concession stand is out of food. One and two, line to short. Fettner makes the catch and won't be a throwback to first as McCants was alertly going back to the bag. But a big first out in the sixth as Robinson lines out to the shortstop. Hard hit ball, but right at him. Uh, we ended the last inning like that, so. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of a underrated play by Fetner to just hold on to that ball. Pitch is low and in to Keller, yeah. Yeah. 1-0. And oh. Those balls are usually moving and breaking a little more than people realize from way out here. And rather than try to make a spectacular play out of it and throw it across to first and put yourself at risk, he just held on to it and said, I'll take my one out and be happy with it. <laughs> yes. A one. good choice not to throw it. Well, correct. So 2-0 oh now to Keller. He's taking a couple out of the zone. McCants at first with one out. Here in the sixth, Hanley leading it five to nothing. Swing and a miss. He tried to muscle up on the fastball, and that has not been a good formula for these hitters against Brantley Richardson tonight. Two and one. Richardson tried to go back to the high fastball. That one was too high, and it's three and one. He walked Keller in a situation very similar to this the last time. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Great location right there. Up and in. On the, or not really, really up, up, but in on the hands. And that's where they've been effective against him. They've come in with the heat, and he hits one a ton into the corner and right. That's going to get down. X him over quickly to get to it. They're going to hold the runner. At third, Keller took a wide turn at second thinking they were going to try to score on it. They did not. So it's runners second and third now with one out here in the sixth. Keller's fired up out there. Hit him a double. Well, he's had a frustrating couple of games, I'm sure. Finally got his hands cleared on one and, and, and did something with it. He's pretty excited. I don't blame him. He hit. That's the first... Really hard hit ball that we've seen from him all day. And it turns into a double. The runners are at second and third. One out for Stokes. One for two with a single. Takes high for ball one. Thing that Brantley's got to remember, thing, the thing the rest of the team's got to remember, even if this guy hits it over, you're still leading the game. Don't overpressure yourself here. Just play baseball. That's right. Fouled straight back to even the count at one and one. And they're coaching the inning that way. The infield stays back. They'll concede a run if they can get an out on a ground ball. The one-one pitch, swing and a miss. Strike two. Strikeout would be huge, huge in this situation. <laughs> oh, this is big. Yes. Come on. One ball, two strikes. The pitch bounces up there. Good block by Coy White. 
Yes, sir. To keep the runner from moving up from third. Yeah, that saved the run. Yep. Two and two now to Stokes. And good discipline by Stokes not to chase that one. Here's the 2-2, swing and a miss. Strike three, Coy White pumps his fist and fires it back to Richardson. Two outs here in the sixth. Umpire's going to put his hand on Coy and speak to him a moment. <laughs> you got to be careful there. Speaking to. And Tyler Hall comes out of the dugout. Speaking to another uh, player. Not sure what this is about unless he's. He's just coming to ask. Making a change. He may have been asking about the number of visits. Or if he's checking on his pitcher. I'm not sure what that was. Why he would go to the umpire first. But whatever he had to say, he said it quickly. And. Also, I'll just say this, it's it's pretty unusual that the head coach, Tyler Hall, is the one that comes out of the dugout to talk to the pitcher. He may have just went out to tell him, hey, man, I'm hungry now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and they're out of food in the concession stand, so we got to go somewhere after this. So. <laughs> and the umpires exchanged some information out on the field. Hey, man, hurry up. Let's go. And maybe <laughs> he may have could have been talking about pitch count. Um, could be anything. I'll ask him after the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about what, what exactly that was. But Richardson, one out away from getting out of the inning. Fires a strike. Slider taken. That was a good-looking slider, too. It didn't look like it was going to break in there. And last second dropped. 0-1 oh, to Hinton. Second and third, two outs here in the sixth. Hanley leading it 5 to nothing, And trying to keep it right there. Richardson gets another swing and a miss. It's 0-2. The 0-2 pitch to Hinton hit in the air. A mile high but shallow right. Exum is there. He waits for it to come down and makes the catch for out number three. They leave him stranded again. Second and third with one out. Richardson gets out of it. We go to the seventh. Hanley leading at five to nothing. In accordance with AHSAA policy, live video streaming of AHSAA championship events is expressly prohibited without prior written consent from the AHSAA. Under no circumstances may parents or fans live video stream an AHSAA event. Violators will be removed from the field. Where can you get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm, because State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your one-stop shop in Roanoke and Randolph County for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is ready to help. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We go to the seventh, Hanley leading at five to nothing. Cam Diamond's night is done. The second pitcher of the second ball game for Mobile Christian will be number 19 right-hander Matthew Dimmick, a senior. 
listed at 6'2", 158 pounds. One of the few you got a size on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Demick on to try to limit the damage, keep it at a five-run ball game as Hanley bats here in the top of the seventh. I know we're up only five-nothing, but I would love some more runs right now. You never could score too many. More is better. <laughs> like more money too, right? That's almost, All that gets you is more, more money. More, more money, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know you guys would listen to me and learn something tonight. Oh, yeah, I've learned a lot. Three, four, five spots in the order. Do up for Hanley against Demick. No better place to be on a Friday night. Well, yeah, right. In the spring. In the spring. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention another sport. <laughs> I'll start soon enough. What? Speaking of football, why are they playing Realtown in, in their spring game, what, next week? Yep. And uh, former head coach Patrick Henderson over there at Realtown. Calhoun to lead things off here in the seventh. It'll be Calhoun, Fetner, and Richardson due up to try to add to this five to nothing lead. Swing and a miss, an awkward swing by Calhoun. He was fooled, and he's behind in the count 0-1. Oh Catherine said, "Mo money, mo problems, <laughs> but we need mo money." <laughs> <laughs> Another breaking ball. That's a, I think that's a curve six. ball. Yeah. Yeah, twelve to six. Or he's he's over the top. One, it, straight over the top. That one came in low. It'll even the count at one and one to Calhoun. Fastball hit hard good over hit. short, but a good catch out there by Smith. Got turned around on it, but somehow got turned back around and made the snag. Hey, give him credit. That was a good catch. That was a good play. Absolutely. Calhoun got it off the end of the bat a little bit, so it wasn't hit as hard as it may have appeared at first to us. But still, absolutely a good play out of short by Seth Smith for the first out in the seventh. And Fetner at the plate now for Hanley. He takes high for ball one. That's one of those you hit it three feet one way or the other, and it ends up getting through. The 1-0 to Fetner, low for ball two. It was Fetner, his last time up in the fifth, who laid down that bunt that turned into a run. The 2-0, nowhere near, 3-0. Fetner trying to sacrifice the runner over from first, laid it down, and in the Defensive rotation, Calhoun took advantage of it, forced the issue, got a throwing error, and came all the way around to score. And that was the fifth run in the ball game. Pitch is a called strike to Fetner, and it's three and one. That one misses low and away for ball four. Fetner on base again. With one out here in the seventh and Richardson at the plate. 
Coach Craven going to come in and have a conversation with Brantley. Brantley's due to hit one hard, isn't he? Well, he let he one. He, he did back in the in the third. He hit that two-out double. That's been a long time ago. <laughs> that was two whole at-bats ago. He's definitely due. <laughs> the sun was still up when he done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had that clutch two-out double in the third that scored. I still don't feel like he, he really timed that one up, though. I mean, he, he got it in there, but I want to see one jump off his bat. Fatner at first after the walk, one out. Richardson against Dimmick. The throw, the pitch is low. His last couple been low, Tim. I think about five balls in a row now. Good assessment, Bryant. Hey, I'm used to keeping stats on sidelines. <laughs> the 1-0 to Richardson. Fetner runs. The throw down is going to be on the money, but not in time. The bounce on the throw caused Smith to have to adjust his glove, and Fetner slid under it with a stolen base. And y'all didn't see the body language, but Jay here, catcher, just sort of excelled and shrugged his shoulders like, what does he have to do to get that? Yeah, that, was, that throw was right on the base. The pitch was a ball, so it's 2-0 and to Richardson. Now a hit could mean a run. Low and away, ball three. And a good choice to run there. Dimmitt's a little bit slow to the plate. Um, so buys you a little bit of extra, a few extra steps. Correction on the count, 2-1 and one now to Richardson. They look Fetner back to second. Now Dimmick comes set again. And delivers. Low for ball three. I tell you what, we're, if, if, if it stays like it is and these folks from Mobile Christian have to find a hotel room, Jay's going to be one that's going to sleep good in that in whatever bed he finds. Yeah, logging all those innings behind the plate makes for a long day. Three and one to Richardson. Misses low and away for ball four. Back-to-back walks here in the seventh, and Hanley has runners at first and second with one out. Jake Call up the bat. His dad's beside me, so I know his dad wants him to do something right now. <laughs> <laughs> And as I figured, coach from Mobile Christian coming out for a conversation. <laughs> you hear that, Tim? No, that's, that's going to be the end of the line for Dimmick. Now this is this is his dad, so I can say the disclaimer. Said Jake better do something or sleep in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Come back and tell you about the new picture right after this. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. 
H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. New pitcher for the Leopards. Third pitcher of the second ball game here at number 18, as far as I can tell. Yes. Micah Frazier confirmed by the multiple sets of eyes. We have a collective group helping us with that. We, we all agree on 18. It's no. a consensus. It's 18. Micah Frazier is another senior out there, and he comes in after – a couple of one-out walks. Hanley's got runners at first and second. They lead at five to nothing. We're in the seventh inning. Mobile Christian, the home team here in the second game, so they'll get one more shot to try to rally. But Hanley trying to make that all the more difficult by adding to this five-run lead. And Jake Cottle as at the plate. Cottle one for three in this one. Cottle needs to think about that baseball as a running back coming around the edge. From that running back from Lynette. <laughs> it pop in. First pitch is high to Cottle. It's 1-0. It's a quarterback from Gordo still having nightmares of Cottle. <laughs> Here is the 1-0 pitch. Outside and high. It's 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Cottle takes up and in. It's 3-0. A walk would load the bases. The pitch. Misses outside. It is ball four. The bases are loaded. Three straight walks in the inning. His dad approves. He says he can come back inside now. <laughs> he doesn't have to sleep out in the he cold. He don't. He don't. But, again, Hanley being patient, Tim. You know, that's been a big game game changer, in my opinion. Hanley's being patient, making Mobile Christian throw, and they're being their own worst enemy right now, and Hanley's being smart. And just the complete 180 from game number one. There's a ground ball off the bat of Exum. The throw to second He's is safe. dropped, He's and safe. everybody's safe. A run comes home. And Richardson's going to be thrown out at the plate, being too aggressive. That's out number two. But Fetner scores, and it's six to nothing. Runners at first and second, and Whaley up to bat. An error on Hinton. The throw pulled Smith off the bag at second. He couldn't handle it. That's about their fourth or fifth, isn't it, Tim? Thereabouts. Yep. Exum at first. Cottle at second. Richardson retired trying to score. So that's a 4-6-2 put out for Richardson. <laughs> Tim, you were looking down, but that was a, a pretty mean breaking ball that boy just threw right was there. It? Yeah, that was a pretty mean one. Jordan did a little limbo, and it ended up on the outside corner. 0-1 <laughs> <laughs> to Whaley on the called strike. 
He did the same thing there. That one stayed up. But you're right, that does have a nice sharp break on it. That one wasn't nearly as nasty as the first one. One and one to Whaley, who's 0 for 1, but he's walked twice. Pitch swung on, hit off the end of the bat foul. Eight walks in the game now for Mobile Christian pitchers after Hanley walked 11 in the first game. Makes a difference. Yep, guess which team is winning. Swung on and hit in the air. Shallow center. Redding has a beat on it and makes the catch. And that's out number three. But Hanley adds a run to its lead. And we go to the bottom half of the seventh. The Tigers three outs away from sending this to a game three. They lead it six to nothing. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580. Win or lose, the name of the game is sportsmanship in high school athletics. The lesson learned on the field or in the stands is good sports are winners no matter what the score. Support high school athletics with good sportsmanship. Bottom half of the seventh inning, Hanley leading at six to nothing. And we're going to get a new pitcher for the Tigers. Brantley Richardson leaves after six shutout innings, and that's saying something against this offense. Brantley went to right. He switches places with the new pitcher, Alan Exum. Trade a senior for a senior. And Exum making his eighth appearance. He's got a 3-0 record with a save. Well, a, two, a 233 ERA. He's only pitched six innings this year, but he's been effective in that limited action. Squeeze three wins out of six innings. That's pretty good. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. he, need, he needs one more. <laughs> and he's making his warm-up tosses. We'll tell you if Hanley can hold on here. We'll remind you that we'll be back here for game number three tomorrow. Hanley will be the home team and take the field at noon against this Mobile Christian team that came in ranked number one in the state in class 4A. They came in with a record of 29 and three and had cruised through the first two rounds of the playoffs, but they have hit a speed bump here in game number two against these Hanley Tigers who have looked every bit the match for this top ranked team. Still three outs to get, though. And we're seeing in this game, in this series really so far, game one, game two, we've talked about the walks, but just in general, how much mistakes, when you're playing good teams, mistakes cost you. Yep. And and both of these teams have shown that in, in these two contests. The team that has committed the most errors, issued the most walks, sort of the unforced errors that, that come in a baseball game, that team has lost or has almost lost. And the team that has taken advantage of those things has been the one that's been the most successful. So 
That's what you expect at this level of things. Only eight teams remaining in the state in Class 4A, and these are two of them. And Exum will face the bottom of the order. Seven, eight, nine spot. Smith, Mancha, and Brewer do up. First pitch, fouled out of play. It's 0-1-1. And Exum's job to throw strikes. Yes. With a six-run lead, you can make a mistake as long as you make it in the zone. Make them put the bat on the ball and try to get some outs. A bunt attempt. Tipped into the mid. It's 0-2. Not a bad idea there by Smith. Whaley way off the line and back at third. If he could have laid it down, it almost certainly would have been a hit. The 0-2 swung on and grounded out to second. Daniel charges, circles around it, flips to first, in time for out number one. Way to charge the ball, Hayden. And Tim called it. Hayden has rebounded since the first game, and he has been very, very, very secure there at second base today. And when Hayden Daniel charges a ball, it's a dead sprint. Yes. I yep. mean, he's not – Trotting towards it, he, it's, an, it's a very aggressive approach to fielding a ground ball, and you like to see that. So you one want, out in the, in the seventh. You want to bust your hump and get that, get that hot, not the next one. That's right. Pitch two. Mancha is high, ball one. And I've said this in multiple games, multiple big games, especially a situation where Hanley's in if you lose, your season's over. But you have a lead going to the – Last inning, that first out is always the the sigh of relief. The, the mm-hmm. pressure is out of the balloon a little bit. You get that first out in the last inning. Mantra fouls one off. It's one and one now. Exum delivers. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Have you been surprised at the number of swings and misses? I have. That you've seen today? I have. I, I... I expected a team that you're telling me's, you know, got a kid 16 home runs on the season. I expect a lot of contact. Pitch just missed. Outside corner might have been low. I mean, the, the only thing, the only other th- thought to that is, is you could go the opposite. Go, okay, they do swing and miss a lot. They just swing out of their shoes, and when they do hit it, it goes a long way. But I figured that they would make more contact than they have. And let's give credit to the Hanley pitchers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's – I said coming into this series, there's a good chance that Mobile Christian hasn't faced two starting pitchers like Whaley and Richardson that are just quality guys as the pitch spins Mancha out of the way and runs the count full. Well, and I thought, you know, I was talking to – Jordan's dad before the game, and I said, you know, Jordan's ability to to really pitch off speed. Does that pitch misses just off the plate, inside and low, and that's a one-out walk to Mancha. Go ahead, Lon. But uh, but I thought Whaley's ability to pitch off is off speed. He doesn't pitch off his fastball. He pitches off his off speed, and most pitchers don't do that. Um, but I thought his ability to do that would give him some advantage at least through the lineup two, two, two times. But it obviously paid off all the way through. First pitch to Ben Brewer with one out and a runner at first. I mean, I know we lost 13-3, but that ain't because of anything Jordan Whaley did. Like we said, it was only two earned runs going into the sixth. And 
That one is high. Ball two to Brewer. Jordan pitched a winning ball game. Yeah, don't be fooled by that final score. That was not on the shoulders of Jordan Whaley. Pitch just misses low, and it's 3-0. and Lou's tightening up a little bit here. At least the Hanley fan base believes. There's a strike right through there, and it's three and one. Exum hasn't been missing by much, and that's the frustration that you hear from the Hanley faithful. The three-one pitch, big cut, big miss. It's three and two. Well, one of the things that you kind of see in the end of a game, bottom of seventh, six to nothing lead. And uh, Exum's going to get a word for, from the umpire in the field. And change the baseball at the request of the umpire. That's unusual. <laughs> Exum just shrugged his shoulders. Okay. <laughs> but, but, uh, so three and two now to Brewer. A lot of times the umpire strikes on. Called strike three, outside corner. Will it expand a little bit? And that just hadn't been the it been the case. I'll finally get done with what I was saying. But <laughs> good pitch right there by Exum. Exum painted it. He came back from 3-0 and got the strikeout. The Hanley Tigers one out away, and we're gonna Coach hit Craven. the pause button for Coach Craven to come and talk to his pitcher. Curious what he's what he had to come out and say. You think he's telling his guys maybe to calm down and just get this one out, be smart, or I'm just trying to think, y'all the former baseball players. I'm just making this up as I go. I I, I really don't know. And Tyler Hall is over there on near the dugout talking to the umpire again, not arguing. Looks like Exum's coming out. And oh, I know. It was a pitch count thing. It's so Exum can pitch tomorrow. That's the only thing I can think. Is this going to be Blake Mangrum coming in? So they're going to make a change for this last out. And that, that would make the most sense, Lon, if he's reached a specific pitch count. But they would – I think the lowest limitation of the pitch count rule, if you stay under the lowest threshold, then you don't have any limitations the next day. Correct. And so – that would be my guess is they don't want any limitations on Exum tomorrow. So they take him out now with a pitch count. That, and and Mangrum theoretically comes in and gets one out. Maybe and, he this, and he's in the same situation. The same situation. So you have unlimited pitches for both of those pitchers tomorrow. So so smart coaching on Hall and Craven and Glass's part. If to, that's what it is, I, you know, that's our educated guess. We don't have the, the numbers on the pitch count for Exum. But he did face three batters and threw a lot of pitches. I would imagine that threshold's 20 or 25. Something in that neighborhood. That would be my guess as well. But Mangrum is going to be the new pitcher. And Mangrum did an excellent job in game three last week against Jackson. He came and got 
the final 12 outs of that ball game. Yes, and good job in Montev- against Montevallo as well. Mangrum making his 19th appearance. That's the most on the team. He's got a record of three and one. A 3.87 ERA, 38 innings pitched, 33 hits allowed, 28 strikeouts, 15 walks. And as Lon said, there's there's margin for error here. Mangrum doesn't have to come in and be perfect. He's got to get one out before he gives up six runs. I think that's a reasonable task to put somebody in. With a runner at first and two outs, it is the top of the order. Redding is up there, but he's 0 for 3 in this one. And, in fact, 0 for 7 in the series. He's yet to have a hit in either one of these first two games. Mangrum delivers, and there's a slicing pop fly foul down the first baseline. And that's not – I mean, you don't expect that out of a leadoff hitter for any team on any (laughs) – at any level. Uh, 0 for 7 on the day. Tough day at the plate. Mangrum gets ahead of him. Counts 0-1. The 1 pitch, low. Ball one. Good block up by White behind the plate. One ball, one strike. Two outs in the seventh. Hanley leading at six to nothing. Looking to close this down and send this series to tomorrow afternoon. The 1-1 pitch taken high for ball two. Mm. On the change, Exum back to right field. And I believe Richardson sat down. Or is that him at third? That one bounces away from White. He can't find it. He has no idea where it is. The runner goes down to second. Now he finds it. Yeah, Richardson's over at third. Yeah, that's Whaley. Whaley's out. Richardson at third. Exum in right. And Mangrum. On the mound. On the mound. Those are the changes. And now the count is three and one to Redding. Runner at second on the wild pitch. The 3-1 pitch, up and in, ball four. Two base runners in this inning, both of them free passes. And that'll bring up the catcher, Grant Jay. 0 for 2 with a walk in this one. And again, another 0 for at the top of the lineup. Jay went 0 for 4 in the first game. Two outs, two on. Bottom of the seventh, Hanley leading six to nothing, trying to close this thing out. Here's the pitch. Mangrum gets the call. Strike outside corner at the knees. It's 0-1. This big Hanley crowd is ready to celebrate. Yeah, they are. The crowd's stuck with it. It's gotten bigger as the night's gone on. Everybody texted everybody, hey, come to the game. <laughs> The 0-1 pitch swung on, foul tip. That got a piece of white. And it's 0-2, the Tigers one strike away. 
White shakes it off. That foul ball, I think, got him on his throwing hand. But he's ready to go. Mangrum looks in and gets the sign for the 0-2 pitch. He comes set. He delivers. Swung on and hit in the air to right. Tailing, and it's going to be foul. And the words of rookie of the year, go foul, go foul, go foul, go foul. <laughs> so Jay will have to pick up his bat, make his way back to the box for another 0-2 pitch. Here it comes. Swung on and hit a mile high and foul. That's going to get out of play on the left side. I think it just now landed. <laughs> that was up there, man. Yeah, they've hit some, some sky-high pop flies and fly balls. Come on. And another 0-2 pitch will be made. Mangrum delivers, up and in, ball one. One ball, two strikes, two outs in the seventh. Here's the pitch, swung on and hit in the air, pop fly right side, Hayden Daniel over Called there. It. Makes the catch. That's out number three. Henley has tied the series, and we will play tomorrow a deciding game three. Henley wins it six to nothing. Brantley Richardson and two relievers combined to shut out Mobile Christian in game number two. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap things up from Henley right after this. There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack, and as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. Hanley a winner in game number two. So we will play a deciding game three tomorrow. The coaches shake hands on the field. Tyler Hall, Coach Tally Haynes for Mobile Christian. And without knowing what you knew about these teams coming in, who's the better team based on what you saw today? Hanley's a better team. Well, based on what I saw today, I had 13 to three in that first game means absolutely nothing. It should have been a three-two victory if it played out, eliminating the unearned runs without the mistakes. Yeah. Yes. So Hanley put more balls in play. They hit some balls harder than we may have. We had a couple of hard hits, but we put the ball in play more than they did. We pitched better than they did, and we fielded. Better than they did in game two. It's a swap at the at that uh, from game one to game two. I, I'm blown away. I'll be honest with you with how well 
we looked in game two. I mean, coming off that first game. Night and day. I mean, it was night and day. The pitching, hitting, everything was better. Yeah, Hanley was in complete control in that second game. As soon as they took the lead, they sort of relaxed a little bit. It's very similar to how things played out last week over in Jackson. And whoever this opponent is, it doesn't seem to matter to the Hanley Tigers. They went out and played ball, kept their season alive, and they've got a chance now to advance to the state semifinals if they can come up with one more win tomorrow. And that's huge. That's, well, I mean, what is step forward for this What does program? this do for their confidence? I mean, they just knocked off the number one team. They realize they can play with the best. So, And, and you're talking about a team that's beat some very good baseball teams across the state. Only lost, what, three times? Lost now, three times. Now, now four. So, And how do they respond? I mean, they have to stay here. I guarantee you a lot of these parents wasn't expected in the state nah, in Randolph County tonight or wherever it. they might be going. And so how, what's going to be their mentality? they got to stay here. they got to come back tomorrow. And they're not used to doing this. I mean, they're used to outrunning everybody. So, hey, it, uh, kudos to the Tigers. We'll see uh, how things go tomorrow at 12 o'clock. And if y'all have me, I'd love to be back. This is fun. Yeah, we'll, we can't we can't change it up now. This, no. is, this is the winning formula of the three. Right, months. right. There you go. There All you right, go. so that's going to do it for us from Hanley High School. Hanley splits their doubleheader tonight, 13-3. to They lose in game one. They come back and win game two, six to nothing. The deciding game tomorrow, as Bryant said, noon. We'll be here with all the action right here on iSchool Sports Network. Please tune in. If you can't come out to the ballpark and join this wonderful Hanley crowd, then tune in with us, and we'll give you all the action right here on iSchool Sports Network. For Lon Hurst, Bryant Whaley, I'm Tim Altork. We'll see you tomorrow.